Greetings, and welcome to The Thirsty Mage, the podcast that not only has to deal with the cost of an ever-growing backlog, but also the cost of a rising ritual gaming market. I'm your host for this episode, David Lloyd, and my recent surge in my own personal interest in ritual gaming has led me down a long and expensive rabbit hole that is video game collecting. Joining me to share her own personal horror stories of trying to keep up with the growing collection, it's Paige Chamberlain. <laughs> I don't think I have too many horror stories, although I guess um, the since the Switch came out, I collect a lot less other system games. I, I missed the Wii U era where nothing was coming out, so I was buying heaps of Wii games and Xbox games. <laughs> <laughs> You haven't got your Final Fantasy 16 statue yet, so that's that's a, still a potential horror story. Yeah. Well, if it's not good, <laughs> I'll just uh, flog it off. Yeah, right. yeah, this week uh, we're talking about... It's funny, I, I, yeah, I've been on this weird... All of a sudden I'm like, oh, old Square Enix games. Uh, I, I want to own them. And then I've always kind of been the type that would be like, okay, you know, there's... it's garage garage sale season maybe i'll go check out a few places or whenever there's a retro video game store I'll always you know keep my eye out for something usually it was like the bigger names where i was kind of looking for a bargain like if i happen to see something like uh xeno gear uh, zeno gears or uh parasite eve or something like these you know more known games that are that I know are usually pretty expensive when I'm looking for them, but I'm like, oh, maybe some, you know, bonehead in a in a discount uh, retro store will not realize what they got and, and put the wrong price tag on or something. And uh, I usually leave disappointed, never finding <laughs> the stuff I wanted. Um, but yeah, lately I've been really actually focused on like I got lists, I got I've, I've written games down. Uh, you know, I'm I've been actually looking on places like uh, you know eBay and I don't know. Uh, if other countries have um, Kijiji, it's kind of like an online sales market. Don't think uh, so. Yeah, I mean, it's just I don't have Facebook, so I reckon I'm missing out on a lot. I reckon most of it is through that now, outside of eBay. Um, yeah, that's the we, one. We don't really yeah. have much. We do have garage sales, but like, what's the chance that someone's going to have video games there? It's just going to be old people stuff. Yeah. Um, and well, op shops yeah. don't take electronics stuff. Yeah, maybe well, like, some like CD rooms somewhere. Yeah, our garage sales are pretty decent for video games here, but the problem is, is that it's always like crap video games. It's like if I <laughs> wanted like Madden '95 or something, like there's like every version of NFL, like EA Sports games are just or like Call of Duty, Ubisoft. Like it's it's all just kind of that kind of garbage for the most part that that's left in the the garage sale. So I usually uh, not finding anything. Uh, the the, uh, the lesser known Japanese uh, titles are are not showing up on the the mean streets of Canada. Let me tell you, they're they're not <laughs> they're pretty difficult to find. But yeah, Facebook Marketplace is somewhere. I I know, like I've heard that it's probably the best place to find it. But to to go onto Facebook, it just feels like it's such a chore <laughs> that I just <laughs> like refuse to do it. <laughs> I'm probably going to end up relenting um, as I, you know, I, I've been going into this one retro game store every weekend for the past few weeks. And every time I, I get more and more shocked by the prices. So now I'm I'm <laughs> almost by necessity thinking about going on it. So Yeah, um, there's only one video game store in my town, which is EB Games. So, and oh, yeah. we have the oldest stuff we have is 3DS. So we stopped taking Wii U games 
um, and that the other year. And no more 360, obviously all that. Uh, which is really funny when people come in asking for like 360 games or something and it's like, that's like two generations behind. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> or, that's know, our they, they ask for, um, They ask for a, a Mario Kart on the PS3 and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have well, PS3 games. Um, and if yeah. you want kart racing, there's a little big planet or, you know, or the digital store still up. Yeah. Um, we used to have, there's like a, another game brand called Game Traders. So they have a mix of new and older systems like throughout the thing then they're usually kind of the same prices online though but they yeah. shut down quite a while quite a few years ago now uh, a few times i've gone to the pawn shop in town and there was some decently priced n64 games but now it's mostly just the bad ps2 and ps3 games <laughs> it was actually really funny i think i took a picture it was um so a super nintendo with the mouse was about 10 bucks cheaper than the uh, SNES Mini. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, when we were, I was, when I was at the retro store with my son, he was, they have uh, about five mouse pads, like Nintendo branded mouse pads for the Super Nintendo mouse. And he couldn't understand for the life of him why, like, why is there a mouse pad? Like, why do I need a plastic board for the mouse? Like, he couldn't, mm-hmm. he couldn't get it. And I almost, it's funny too, because I, I probably should have pointed out to him that my, mice back then had balls in them. They weren't, yeah. they weren't lasers. Uh, I, I, um, I, I was a little distracted. You know, don't Phil forget, mentioned. don't forget to hard boil your egg and put it inside your mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, and then the, uh, the, the weekly or the monthly or whatever, uh, cleaning of like getting the hair off the, the roller inside the, the mouse so that the balls, uh, being is actually like being registered and stuff. Like, uh, I remember having to open, open that up and like, scrape off all the the lint and crap off the off the gears when when uh, things weren't working so well but yeah i guess uh, the reason for the episode this week is yeah like i said we were you know we're, i know Paige, you have mentioned uh you know video game collecting uh, quite a bit you got the, the extensive uh, amiibo collection as well that you're mm-hmm. working on and uh and with my recent square nix uh uh you know mood and I know we've done, it wasn't, I think it was only a few months ago that we did the episode on like physical versus uh, digital. And uh, yeah, like my, my, I don't, I don't know what the kick is on, on the physical stuff, but I definitely been looking at a lot of old stuff I got. Uh, and the list is both for digital and physical. Like, uh, yeah, I know I've just picked up a bunch of uh, Square NES games. Um, I guess it's almost like so. If if I put the ROM on my Steam Deck, uh, I feel like it's okay because I own the NES cartridge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's like the law or not, but uh, that it makes me feel all right when I go to bed at night. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's kind in your of your pile of game guys. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's it's definitely uh, trying to find new places to put all these games uh, is is funny. Uh, there was actually there was a tweet the other day by uh, someone in the the games press who had it was jokingly talking about like what kind of crazy person keeps boxes uh, of video game stuff still around and oh and I just I just retweeted uh, oh did you? Uh, report PS3 box okay to throw out. Oh yeah, I saw that today too. <laughs> um, and I, I, I just it was emptying um, the junk room, and then I had the boxes for like my keyboard and some other yeah some other console things, and I checked them out. 
Um, I used to, when it was like the Wii era and they had the game with the Amiibo bundle, for some reason I thought I was going to like collect those, so I was going to get an extra of the Amiibos, which is why I have, I think, two of one of the uh, classic Mario Amiibos. Um, but then I was like, that's dumb, and just got rid of the boxes. Um, I went through, <laughs> I found I had a box for a game that I didn't have anymore, but it had, I found an extra Amiibo in it because I bought that Poochie and Yoshi's Woolly World on the 3DS. And it was like oh, yeah. the only way to get the Poochie amiibo. So it came with like two amiibos and a game. And I'm, I'm looking at the box art. And I'm like, oh, but I like how the box looks, but I don't, don't even have the game anymore. And that's the same with like anime figures. A lot of people keep the boxes, especially because if you're going to resell, but it's just like, I don't have, the, I can't have the room for the figures and the boxes. I, I just find like a somewhere else to store the extra parts because I just I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I've, uh, I've had arguments with my wife uh, numerous times about uh, the boxes in our house uh, and whether they're they're needed and I refuse to throw them out the the compromises I have to put them out of eyesight because I actually had them on like bookshelves uh, on display hmm. for a while I only keep the boxes of things that are actually storing something in them like the taiko drum the, the Luigi cart things like that so yeah well it's funny I bought a Super Nintendo uh like a used one just kind of it was just on its own like it was just uh just picked up the 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 system and the controller and then like a couple weeks later i'm picking up my kids some daycare and out of the blue there's a like a uh pristine super nintendo box from like the 90s in in the daycare's recycling outside and i'm like what is going on so i i pulled the box out of the recycling and i went in and i'm like are you throwing this out and she's like yeah uh, we were cleaning it up in here and i didn't need the box and i'm like can i take the box she said why would you want the box i'm like i want the box (laughs) it was like perfect condition i couldn't mint condition i couldn't believe that it was just sitting out recycling like only a few like maybe a week or two after i had actually purchased the super nintendo so it was funny it was fate I needed I need another box. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, I definitely a no box person. And then when it comes to cartridge games, I'm not really fussed about the box either because they they don't need the same protection a disc has. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other kick I've been on is uh, yeah. so I there I found a website. I think I might have mentioned this on a podcast recently. I found a website with uh, old Nintendo box uh, designs. So it's like a Basically, like, it's a scan of the box itself uh, that that you can print out and then make into a box. So so I took the scan to Staples or, like, Business Depot up, up here in Canada and had it printed on card cardstock. And then I cut it out and then glued it together. And it's like a it's like a NES box now that I've been putting all my old games in. So I've, I've created, like, eight of them now. <laughs> so... Again, add, adding more boxes to where I probably don't don't really need them, but they look pretty on the shelf. That's like one thing I when I've gotten some like 3ds games and then like I'm like oh the cover's gross I'm like I can just 
get another plastic cover. Like, I think yeah. one thing annoyed me is I spent a bit of money on the first Senra and Kagura, and then like there's a little puncture in it, and I'm like, that's like the art as well. Yeah. Do you ever do I, um sometimes like Nintendo or other places they do like you can print your own extra covers? Do you ever use those? No, I haven't. Uh, yeah, I've seen I've seen like on the website you can get those, but I do flip around reversible covers sometimes, like like the No More Heroes three one is like makes it pretend like it's another video game. I always like the Splatoon art ones, but generally, yeah, I keep the regular. Um, yeah, books are around unless I really don't like the original. <laughs> the only one I've changed is uh, Near Automata had one uh, had a reversible one for the Year of the Game edition, and it was it was pretty nice. So I flipped that one, but that's really the only one I've I flipped. But yeah, it's um, funny the um so like just talking about boxes. Uh, that's the other thing about collecting is that the. It's, I can't believe how much like the boxes and the instruction manuals and stuff cost. Mm. Cause one of the things, so I recently just sold um, three back in the day. I, uh, I had created a instruction manual for super rare games for Faroon. Um, so if anyone out there listening has a Faroon from super rare games, uh, look on the back of the instruction manual. It's got my big, my big name on it. Um, but as um, payment, they sent me like, instead of money, they just sent me games. So I, they, I had uh, a handful of games from them. And I, I ended up selling two on eBay and traded one into the retro store. And uh, the game I really wanted right now, because I'll probably play it soon, is a Vagrant Story. So the store had a loose Vagrant Story that they just kind of stuck in a CD box. And that was $90. Or they had the like a Vagrant Story with the full, uh, with like the box and the instruction manual, like the complete inbox or whatever. Like it was, it was still used, but it was, it had all the stuff. And it was $160. (laughs) So I'm sitting there going, okay, am I really going to pay $70 uh, more for the box and uh, the the instruction manual? And I'm like, no, no, I'm not. You go on eBay and you go lowest to high and then you'll get like box only and stuff or manual only. I I thought about that too. But what I ended up doing is um, I had uh, had like another PlayStation game so the the Vagrant story actually has um, a demo disc with a bunch of Square Enix titles on it. So there, it's technically a two disc, one, like one of the two disc ones. So I took one of my old PlayStation games that was two disc, and I just pulled, I just pulled the uh, all the artwork out of it and reprinted it and put it and and put the Vagrant story stuff in there. <laughs> so it kind of looks like it's a, uh, you know, an, a Vagrant story box. And then it's like I don't know, the manual I can just get off the web like there's so many websites with scan manuals for uh, and, Nintendo and PlayStation um, games. I, so. I definitely am not in quite the collector's bracket to be doing it, but a lot of people do like there's custom manuals. One one person had to stop making this, the hand drawn ones because of copyright problems. Yeah, but a lot of other people do it like this. Like a, someone's made a live alive instruction manual that has cookbook recipes and stuff, and it's like mm. oh really? <laughs> yeah, and it fits inside the tiny switch case so oh i i uh, made a few of those when i worked for when i was volunteering at nintendo world report i had uh i made a xenoblade chronicles 2 instruction manual that would fit in the switch case uh tumble seed no tumble tumble seed that was one of the first switch games yeah like digital yeah made one of those uh i made one for Star Fox 2 with oh, john nice. uh yeah we actually had yeah, john had found um old uh artwork from from like 
early in the days. And so, the, so we had made like a super Nintendo manual for it. Um, Oh, there was a, there was a, a an early indie game. That's, Oh, um, what is that? Uh, Goner. I made one for Goner. It looked really neat. Uh, yeah. So the, like the, the custom manuals are pretty neat, but yeah, I'm sure the, uh, it was funny uh, when those books were coming out, those like unofficial books for like Metroid and Zelda and stuff. I'm like, there's no way that these are going to make it to print because <laughs> Nintendo's going to, as soon as they got as popular as they did, I'm like, Nintendo's going to kill this any day. And it was like 24 hours later, hmm. the hammer okay. came down. I think I managed to save the PDFs or whatever, but yeah, it was pretty sad because they're really good. Um, and no, I just lost my train of thought. Yeah, some people do like the custom art covers and print those out. Uh, I sometimes I put like I don't stick the stickers in, but I've got like a few stickers where like uh, you know it's Peach out in the new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. That so I've shoved her in front of the cover of where she is, or um, some of my favorite games. So I've put the characters in front of their spots on the cover. Just to, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just to look <laughs> cute, but like it's not actually stuck onto it to ruin it. Yeah. So you yeah, got the the amiibo collection. Is there any uh, is there any particular games or publishers of of games that you have a particular like you're actually like uh, you know I want to collect these things. Um, I've got like mostly I just focus on the Switch now because there's just so many <laughs> Switch games. Yeah. <laughs> and like I've talked about, I think before that like I'm pretty much priced out of like limited run, and very occasionally I import from like PlayAsia, but it's generally just a bit too much. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, a lot of indie games are getting physicals in Australian retail, so that helps make it actually affordable, even though they're usually quite overpriced. So sometimes I only get like one of them. <laughs> like you know, you compare it's like eighty dollars for a fifteen thirty dollar game. Like <laughs> yeah. And no, no cutesy manuals or keychains going to make a difference for that. Um, I like, I think I have a pretty good Wii and 360 collection. Recently, I was actually buying some 360 games because I, there was just some that I thought I had and I didn't. And uh, depending on the game, uh, they're pretty cheap still, which I was yeah. surprised by because they, they when I was buying them, they were cheap. But I think it helps that some of them were launch games, so they're like $8, $8 Australian and stuff. Um, and then I think... Uh, well, and then one thing to always look out for when collecting is announcements. So I had on the wait list, like watch list, like Lost Odyssey, and then they announced they were delisting that, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go buy it. So, like, the copy I've got, yeah, the cover, plasticky bit, or whatever, is not that great, but, like, I can just get a generic cover and, you yeah. know, stuff like that can be fixed. I know I've got I've got games with the, the video easy stickers on them and stuff, <laughs> in the rental <laughs> stickers and... Um, uh, so yeah, I just like have a few other like have a few of the cheaper ones that are just sort of sitting in my watch list. Um, yeah. In terms of yeah, publishers, I guess maybe not. Um, generally, I guess sort of looking at some Nintendo ones because I don't tend to go down in price. So there's some like generic. Um, like I don't have the pretty sure I don't have Mario uh, Mario Bros on the Wii and stuff like that. But um, it's funny because yeah, they. Some of those did get lots of copies, but that they aren't that cheap still. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't really think of. Uh, I guess I did recently get almost all of Grasshopper Manufacturers games, with some exceptions, because they're very expensive and not worth it. But 
<laughs> um, which I'll look up because, yeah. So I don't have the silver case, but they've ported that on a lot of things digitally. I do have the DS version of Flowers of the Rain. I don't have the GBA games. I'm definitely not buying Michigan Report from Hell because that was like some several hundred dollars and it's not a good game as far as I'm – yeah, ooh, 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 like, yeah. Um, about, sitting at about a grand. Um <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> um, and then one thing I found is like sometimes the GameCube version of a game costs more than the PS2 version. Like, um, so I have Killer Seven on the PS2 instead of on the GameCube. Um, yeah, I'm thinking scarcity for because the PS2. It's funny because you would assume that there'd be like millions of PS2 games and that they'd be cheap, but then I picked up Dragon Quest Eight and it was still like sixty dollars, and I'm like, man. I think I got that for slightly cheaper, but that was obviously I bought that before the 3S thing. Um, I do have Contact, so I got that. I have, yeah, the No More. So, like, yeah, so when there was going to be a new game in No More Heroes series, which was the Travis Strikes Again before it was announced, I went and bought the second game because I was like, oh, that's going to go up on, you know, eBay basically. Uh, they did port that to Switch and stuff as well, though. And when Metroid Prime 4 got announced, I bought the Metroid Prime trilogy on the Wii before, you know, and now it's <laughs> shut up a bunch. Oh, yeah. So it's like, you know, and something I thought about, but I didn't get it was like the latest Tales remaster, supposedly. I was hearing before that came out that apparently it was missing stuff oh, and not, it was uh, missing simple, stuff yeah. and not that good. So I was like, okay, maybe I should get the GameCube version. I'm like, I'm not really going to play it though. So <laughs> yeah, and, yeah um, I think. I think they used like the place. I think the story behind that one was is like so there was Tales of Symphonia, but they used like the PlayStation Two version. I think that was not as good as the GameCube version. Mm. Something like uh, something around that. Um, but I guess publisher wise or developer wise, I think it, the only one I sort of gone through was Grasshopper Manufactured getting what I didn't have and not what was in English. Like they have a Connect game <laughs> digitally, and I grabbed oh, I grabbed Cinemora even though I don't. Um, play shmups because i was like oh that's just cheap and i've seen it in the shops like so yeah that's, that's mine i'm not i'm gonna say i'm not on a square enix binge but we kind of did pick up all the mid mid budget square enix games from last year they were not well they were on sale i think so they were sort of price yeah. but you know <laughs> they, they still try to do full price well i just uh, my latest square enix purchase was uh, and this this has really made me think of uh so many missed opportunities because so I got um, uh, Kingdom Hearts uh, Melody and Memory, I think it's called. Oh yeah, and got it for ten bucks from nice. from Best Buy because it was on sale. And I'm thinking, like, you know what? The sweet spot for buying video games seems to be like the one year after it comes out, and like the big box chains uh, need to clear the inventory, mm. so they just put it out for dirt cheap. And I remember seeing like these games a lot, like the past few years. Like I remember, I think I picked up like Final Fantasy. 15 or something for like 10 bucks, uh, like the, the complete version um, so that I didn't have to pay for like the DLC separately and stuff. Yeah. And I'm just thinking like, man, I wish like how many years, you know, I'm, I'm not young. So I've been around for all these game launches and all these years I could have been buying these dirt, dirt cheap games. Uh, yeah, and I, the... I've just been, I've been asleep for too long, you know, <laughs> whereas the switch can be kind of like, no, nah, it's not going down or it's going to be more because the print's super low. With yeah. some ex- with some exceptions, but well, if um, Switch Two and then, still plays cartridges, then those games aren't going down in price. That's mm-hmm. for sure. 
And like niche games in Australia can kind of get like, you know, if you don't pre-order it, you're not getting it. Like it's not coming to the store, basically. Like I tried to pick up the first Atelier Riser on the day of the Switch and like we don't have on the Switch something PlayStation, so now I'm playing that series on PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, but then like the PS4 versions of some of those, like Shin Megami Tensei and Neo Tui, they got dropped down in price a bit after launch and you're like oh because I, w- I was just expecting it to sell out and they wouldn't get any more but they were kind of just sitting on the shelf because nobody <laughs> was interested i guess <laughs> uh which so is funny when- a- sorry i was gonna say is there any particular purchase uh that that you that makes you sick to your stomach um uh, mo- i've overpaid for a collector's edition and it's kind of a generic collection so like grand kingdom for the ps4 which i barely played because uh, I got it through like an Italian seller, so it was cl- close to the amount that the um, Final Fantasy 16 Closed Edition is. Um, so that, <laughs> that was oh, really? <laughs> um, and then a couple of years later, I found that the Vita Collector's Edition uh, was for sale for a hundred bucks. So, hmm. I, not yeah, big regret. Also, it comes in like two boxes, and I haven't even played the game because of that. <laughs> so, yeah, having two two box parts for a close edition is kind of stupid. Um, I think yeah, there's sometimes I bought something from Luna Run and then I just sell it. Cause I'm like, no, nah, I don't care about Night Trap. Or I think I got East Origin for the Vita, and then I was like, I'm not going to play this, and then <laughs> sold it. Um, I probably have more selling regrets, really, but. A lot yeah. of times it's like, oh, I didn't really understand this game or whatever. Like, it's more expensive to get back, but I'm not sure I'd actually enjoy it. And then I recorded in January a Switch collection video, and then I had issues with the software, so I haven't edited it yet, but I've got to get go through and edit it soonish, hopefully. Um, and going through that, I'm like, my collection's actually a bit smaller than I thought because I see people on the Twitter and they're on, like, number 700 and all that. I'm like, but I get rid of games if I don't like them. So... <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, oh that, I that's a good it. way to keep the clutter down. Yeah, like it's it's pretty big, but like if I don't like like I even when I did the video I like picked out like almost ten games. I'm like, I don't want this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um Spring cleaning. Yeah, I yeah, I don't keep games I don't like. So because generally the intention is played. Or sometimes I don't get a game like I I've bought a heap of games this year already, like but um we came to like the Tales games and I was like, out of all the Switch RPGs I own, where is this in the order I'd play? And it's like dead last, so I, I don't need it, you know? Like if, yeah, I split, I c- if I split it by genre and like console, I'm like, what priority is this if I was picking between these games? <laughs> the I don't I don't particularly have any I can't think of any games that I've purchased that I've regretted too too much, just because usually like they're not too expensive, so it's you know I don't worry too much about it. But I've definitely had a system. Re- well, I the it's usually when I buy a system that I think I'm going to play, and then and then don't end up using it as nearly as much as I thought. Like uh, I definitely regret buying the Ouya. Uh, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> it was the stupidest. It might be the stupidest purchase I ever made, um, video game wise. Anyway, and then. Uh, the, my Vita, I paid like $200 for and I barely played it. Like I, I had grand visions for it. I probably bought like 10 or 15 games for it. And then I don't know if I ever really played. I think I played like a couple of the games on it. I remember playing Final Fantasy 4. 
I played through that. Uh, I started Persona 4 Golden, but I just like couldn't handle the small screen. It was just too small. Uh, I think I played Chrono Trigger through Chrono Trigger on it. And then I ended up buying like Suikoden 1 and 2 on it, never played them. And yeah, and now like, it's like, it's just rusting in the box. I went on the, 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 the Vita store and saw how much like, you can get Suikoden 1 and 2 for it. And I'm like, oh, these remasters better be pretty good, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty big price difference. <laughs> Yeah. Although they've made it such a pain to buy stuff, because you, you know, you, on the PS3 and they'd be like, you need an app password now. You can't put money onto it through the system, so you've got to put money on your PlayStation Four or whatever. Like the browser adding money doesn't work. It's like that just happened to me on the 3DS. I was trying to buy. Oh, well, well, yeah, um... but that's the eShop's closing, so now you can't put eShop cards directly. So you've got to link your switch account and then you can put mon- certain amounts of money onto your switch account and that'll still be in your 3ds wallet and that's how you can buy games until the yeah well that's what it ended up happening weeks. as i Couple weeks yeah yeah it's that's not long it, i my daughter just finished uh, ace attorney apollo justice and i'm like okay like it's gonna tomorrow i'm sure like she just finished it today so i'm thinking like by tomorrow, she's going to be like, where's the, you know, what's the next Ace Attorney game? So I kind of beat her to the punch and went to the 3DS uh, because they have the digital versions of Dual Destiny, which is the next in line um, after Apollo she Justice. You should get her the, um, the more recently localized one that's on the other systems. Oh, for which one? The, um, they did the one that was like stuck in Japan for ages the other year. Oh yeah, that's on yeah, that's the one I got at Dual Destinies. It's on three DS, like it's it's localized no, on three DS. No, the um the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles got oh, yeah. stuff. I, I bought it for her, she didn't like it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know why. Like uh, maybe because it doesn't have Phoenix Raid or something, but uh <laughs> She, uh, it, it's funny. So we, so she first got into Ace Attorney through uh, the trilogy on Switch. So we we yeah. played through the trilogy together, and then I, and then she was like, "Okay, I want to keep playing. Is there any other ones?" And I'm like, "Well, the the only other Switch game is the Great Ace, like the Great Great Ace Attorney Chronicles." And uh, so I bought that, and she started playing it. She's like, "I don't like this," and so she kind of gave up on it. And then I ended up getting Apollo Justice on my iPad. And yeah. she just like tore through that, like she just loved it. And uh, and now, yeah. So and she she finished the the final chapter today, and and then uh, I was look yeah looking up, you know, in the game wise, like in the timeline of the game, uh, dual destiny is dual destiny destinies is next um, because it's like a year after the events of Apollo Justice. So that was twenty nine ninety nine Canadian on the three DS, but I couldn't. Yeah, like I, I logged into the eShop on the three DS and then found out that no, you you have to buy an eShop card. And I'm like, well, I'm not buying an eShop card. So I went online, and you can just well, you can just log in online because my three DS was already connected to the Switch account. So so I just bought the game online, and it it just sent it to the three DS. And so now I have till March twenty seventh to buy. Um, the next one, which its name escapes me, but it's it's something to do with uh, the Kur- Kurai or Kuran um, region. It's like a um, it, it's it, it's this kind of like weird <laughs> where weird one where it's like uh, they they can see the memories of the dead people before they die or something. And it's know. it's yeah, it's a weird um, looking game. But yeah, 3ds wise, I didn't buy. It too much other than like say atlas had some games cheap like that's why like, i 
you know, I'm like, yeah, Stella Glow's like a hundred something bucks physical, but it's like fourteen bucks here, so I'll get it that way, you know. Yeah. Um, I think I bought some DLC wise, but generally I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll be all right. <laughs> um, other, other than I'm like looking for updates and stuff while that's still available, like easier to get to anyway. Well, p- apparently Atlas was supposed to have a sale on now for 3DS you know, games like, and then cancel it or something. Yeah. And that's how like f- people have been checking the 3DS every week to be like, you know, what's on sale now? Like some something other than the generic games is on sale sometimes. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, why haven't more people done like a fire sale? You know, get that last few dollars all you can, really. Don't know. So is there, what what would you consider the, the thing, the, the most... The most priceless thing, the most, the thing that uh, w- would be like, uh, you'd have to pry from your cold dead hands. Um, I've got a few things that are just quite expensive or whatever, like certain amiibos that I'm not, I keep most of them out of the box, but box boy is staying in the box for one thing, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, uh, say probably like the Fire Emblem Fates Collector's Edition, because that is a special cartridge that has all three games on the cartridge, so that cartridge alone is worth a fair bit of money so (laughs) and they actually um depending on the region i think you can't get some of the fates deal like fire emblem dlc anymore they like they shut it they took it off a month early basically oh uh yeah something yeah something i saw something about that the other day um and probably the best gift i got is a complete inbox copy of conquer's bad fur day oh yeah (laughs) one of my birthdays so that's yeah. like one of my only like box down 64 games and it's even in like, you know, a plastic nice thing to keep the cardboard nice. Cause that's like one thing that I was in the collector's editions is the cardboard. So they just, they rip and bend and stuff like, yeah, like my Fireborn edition got moved when I wasn't home and I'm like, oh, great. Now it's wrecked and I was trying to fill my collector's editions and then I've torn a bit of like the kind of cardboardy lifty up cover. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nirvana. And I was like... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, for me, it's definitely my NES cartridge collection, uh, Final Fantasy in particular. I have the the complete inbox of the with like the eighty page instruction manual and maps, but even like all the games that I I've had for like thirty years, uh, mostly nostalgic purposes. I don't think they're worth a whole lot, but just just having those, still having those around, uh, I wasn't stupid enough to trade them in. Thankfully, uh, throughout my life, even though there's probably a whole lot of opportunities to do so, and. Uh, yeah, I think that's, you know, it, it's mostly for that. Like, I definitely got a bunch of games, but I, I don't uh, think too many is worth. I, I I don't really do the collector's editions more. I, maybe it'll it'll change with, uh, I did get the Steelbook edition of the Final Fantasy 16. That's mm-hmm. the one, like, the one thing, like, I don't typically get the collector's editions, but I try to buy the, the games that have Steelbooks in them if possible. Like I have um, a couple Legend of Heroes, like Trails of Cold Steel one and two, came with uh, steel books, so I got those. Uh, I bought a Persona Five steel book. Uh, Final Fantasy, I got the Final Fantasy sixteen. Um, I, I think I've said I prefer one. steel books where it's like that. That's the only one. I don't have an extra steel book just sitting to the side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't understand the ones where it's like you know, here's your cartridge in its case, and here's a steel book on the side, and it's like, well. I don't need the plastic oh, case. Then I guess. Thing. Um, so I don't have Bloodstained on the Switch anymore because it's Switch version is terrible. But um, I've got a steel book with it, and the steel book is literally like PS4 steel book, but with a little plastic thing that sits there to put a Switch. Oh, 
like a little and insert. It, <laughs> and it doesn't even like connect to anything, so it's just a little loose in there. Oh um, man, that's awful. That's really yeah, it's really funny though. <laughs> but yeah, that seems yeah. like a, one of those things where they goofed, but they didn't want to pay the extra money to to fix it. Mm, it's probably. like, well, this is good enough. Mm. Yeah, I've had another thing recently. Like when looking at games, like while well, I've still got a bit of an income at the moment, <laughs> a few more pays left. Um, I was like, I'll look at one game and I don't get it immediately. And the next day it's gone in the next available version. It was like 50 bucks or more. And I'm like, no, oh. cause I'm like, I have most of the prime games and prime pinball with the rubble pack. I'm like, okay, about a hundred bucks. That's a bit much. And then it's gone. And now it's 165 of the cheapest. <laughs> I'm like, ah, <laughs> like, I don't want a pinball game that bad. And that's like a lot of games where um, I didn't buy Uni Rally when it was like 12 bucks and now it's like 30 something bucks. Or I want the South Park game, but it on the N64, which isn't that good, but it's 45 bucks. And I'm like, it's not worth that much money though. It's not a good yeah. game. I, <laughs> I don't, it is not this much money value to me. Um, I say after buying a $70 digital game today. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's the other thing uh, that made me think of uh, talking about collector stuff for for the episode is uh, you had asked, uh, I think you asked this morning, um, how much is too much for the the Game Boy version of Dragon Quest 1 and 2? And so now I'm curious, how much was too much? Um, Well, based on the rough currency calculations, and PayPal usually charges more than what eBay says, it's about 110, including the shipping being like nearly 30 bucks. (laughs) Holy moly. Shipping from America is just... Yeah, that's... uh, That that might be too much. (laughs) Well, apparently it's the better version of the game. Um, Mm, Although I've noticed it does uh, do the thing. I don't know if any versions have the thing... Don't have the thing that annoys me because the sprites of all the people constantly move, even if they're just standing in the spot. And I hate Uh, it. I don't know if Dragon Warrior... I don't know if the first Dragon Warrior does that on NES. Well, like he definitely I've, moves. He definitely well, moves when I'm moving. But the, the Switch mobile version, which is a bit garish looking as well. Oh, like that is garbage. That is hot garbage. <laughs> it, but you d- know, like, it does that. Which oh. is like when I saw the the um, HD 2D for Drunk, um Quest Three, and I saw that the characters were just staying still. I'm like, oh, thank. It annoys me so bad. Like, just stay yeah. still. You're not moving. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. I'm not gonna mistake you for a chair. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, uh, Jordan and I uh, debated a little bit about about uh, the best version to play for the original, like Dragon Quest, Dragon Warrior. Uh, I'm personally on the NES side just because I like the the look of it. Uh, but it sounds like they they did an, they did some quality of life stuff on the game Game Boy version. So hmm. plus it comes with two, and I've been looking at the prices of an NES cartridge of two and getting sick to my stomach because it's like. <laughs> The lowest price I've seen is a hundred bucks, and that's just for like a, a loose cartridge. See, and for a hundred bucks, I can get one end. <laughs> yeah, and so. I can play it on the Super Game Boy. So, yeah, yeah, that's true too. My, uh, I, I'm still so on the Dragon Warrior. I'm at the point where I'm level nineteen. I've got all of the best equipment. I, I can get to the Dragon Lord, but then he just like whoops me. So, so I'm in this like. You know, every day I'll play like for 45 minutes of just like level up, level up, level up just to try to. Uh, so the first time I went to the Dragon Lord, I was only level uh, 17. And then I'm like, OK, uh, I guess every day I'll try to like le- 
get one level up higher and, and go back and uh, it's day three and I've been thumped again. So uh, there's a Persona Five Royal collection of um, pet tags and collars. Oh really? It just got announced from Atlas West. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I saw and, that. that and everyone's like, "Where's the Nokoromaru stuff?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Um, I don't. I don't know if they sell overseas though. So. <laughs> <laughs> just just the weird things um do you put up posters sorry do you put up posters if they came with a game like a pre-order one or a collector's edition uh i don't uh, i don't think i'd be married anymore if i tried to <laughs> i think that's a deal breaker in this household i i can't i can't see there being any like I'd have to build a tree fort outside and put them up there. I think I don't think they'd be loud. I have an issue with them constantly falling off and scaring the crap out of me because oh, yeah. it, it's warm and it makes the glue tack go. Um, I need some nice frames for some of these because, like, I, I pre-ordered Samus Returns at JB Hi-Fi instead of EB Games because they had a three poster set that's like big oh. huge posters and it's yeah. Well, and I had some nice Christmas posters from EB Games, but they got all crumpled up because they're stored in the junk room and something fell on top of them. So I'm very sad. It's the ones I like. That <laughs> uh, I've, yeah. I've, it seems like the quality of the poster can vary wild, wildly yeah. depending on the publisher. Um, yeah, that's definitely one thing. But yeah, some like collector's editions now. Like, I don't collect too many because I just don't have the room. So it's usually got to have something good in it to get my attention. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, but... Uh, probably getting the breath of the wild one even though that's overpriced for sure <laughs> <laughs> the one thing i did do, did do though is um so for my birthday i got a uh, a painting an amano painting of the final fantasy 8 of uh, renault and squall like the the logo yeah. it's just like it's just the logo like it doesn't say final fantasy it's just a picture of the but two of them are you gonna get the amano cuphead printed? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, I, I've seen it, but not getting that one. But yeah, I have, maybe. I have uh, the Final Fantasy VIII one um, up on the wall on canvas in my at, in my office at work, and I don't think anybody knows what it is, which yeah. is hilarious to me. There was someone on Etsy who was selling like just the track bits of like some Maracat tracks, and I was like, oh, it was like the big blue one or whatever. I'm like, we could that literally just looks like abstract art. I'll get it whenever I like, you know, have my own place or whatever. And then I did, and they don't sell it anymore. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. One thing I seen saw on Etsy lately that I was sort of interested in was the um, they have like a like a Game Boy that's like exploded and and it's so it's like in pieces in a frame and it has like breakdowns of the pieces like uh, like so it's kind of like this I don't know what they call them like a shadow box or whatever where it's like you know it has oh, yeah. like the body and then it has the pieces to the side and then it has explanations of the pieces and stuff I thought that was pretty neat. Um, not cheap. <laughs> one thing cheap. about Switch collecting is you, some games have multiple games in the cart. It's like you pop it in and then it's like one, two, three in order is there. So you open it as different software rather than going into like one menu to get to the however many different games. Hmm. So like I know they do that with like the trilogies of um, Atelier. I think Risk of Rain had it. Yeah, a few games do that, which is pretty cool. Yeah, the other thing I was thinking of too is uh, I don't I don't remember if the, um, Square Enix did a physical version of the collection of Mana because I was looking at like the Game Boy games and the prices of those, 
And again, like loose cartridges seemed to go for like 50 bucks. And I was like, you know, the games were fun. But at the same time, I was like, you know, I, I, I don't really have um, uh, if I was going to play a Game Boy game like I have a, a Game Boy Color, but it's it's pretty old. And you have to use, you know, like double A two couple double or I guess they're maybe they're triple A's at that point. But you have to use batteries to play it or whatever. So the only other way I would be able to play like a Game Boy cartridge is with um, I don't whatever the Super Game Boy was called for the N64 that came with Pokemon Stadium. Just the transfer pack because you can yeah. transfer Pokemon from your games to. Um, so I'm pretty sure I, you could play Game Boy games with that. And at least the pokemon ones i don't know about other ones yeah. although i was talking about it because i got pokemon yellow for valentine's and i was like should i play it on my super game boy my gba or on the n64 because i got the transfer pack because i only learned about that recently and they're like the n64 is laggy so that and like that don't do that oh okay <laughs> like the other options yeah. are fine but not this yeah the other concern i have is if i start buying game boy games i don't want to feel compelled to pick up like a analog pocket i just have a gba sp oh yeah yeah that's i i almost i was looking for one again uh pricing uh kind of priced me out of it because i think it was like 200 dollars here and i'm like oh that seems like a lot for a gba that's probably how much i spent on mine i got the famicom color one um there's always like a lot of fun different colorways for that the sp is the one with the backlight too right yes backlight and you flip it yeah. Yeah, there's like yeah, kind I was of looking for a silver it, one. Like there's like a Pikachu one. That's pretty cute. Yeah. Um I uh, do you have much in the way of like backup consoles? No. no? <laughs> if if one of my consoles I had the only backup console I have is an NES because my wife had one when she was a kid. Mm. So we have two NES in the house. Uh but everything else is Oh no, I have two PlayStation 2s because I had the fat version when it first came out. And then I don't know why I have a slim version. I think my brother might have bought it when I left the house or something. Because I took the took the video games with me when I <laughs> went to university. So he pro- I think he picked up the uh, the slim version after I left. And I ended up taking it a few like years later. Hmm. I have t- two game cubes because I got like one from like, my dad gave me his collection of game stuff. So. Only one of them is reading discs at the moment, though, which is very annoying because the one that I screwed the Game Boy player to is the <laughs> and oh, got the, no. ma- the matching color for is the one that's not reading discs. Um, also, two N64s because of that reason. Technically, we have two PS4s because I bought my husband's off of him, so he got upgraded to the Pro. We we really don't touch that because we just play use the PS5. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I haven't turned my PS4 it's, on since I bought a PS5, faster, but I'm still like. I'll keep it because, you know, console for the kid eventually. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, anything breaks. Um, and backup-wise, I have one 3DS as backup. Um, okay. I bought because the new 2DS XL for the Pikachu was, like, still available in a shop. And it was, like, 200 bucks. And I'm like, yep, I'll, I'll get that. I'll get one backup console. Um, so that's sitting in its box. Technically, I've got an old 3DS sitting here, so I'm like, there we go. That's the kids', <laughs> kids first 3DS. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's what my daughter's kind of taken over the 3DS. So I was, I wish I had bought a 2DS uh, XL when they first were around, but now they it just like they're hard to find, and people want more. Probably like 
twice as much as they were selling them back then. Yeah, and uh, one interesting thing's expensive with the uh, new 3DS original one, the cover plates are very expensive. Oh, really? Yeah, like they are. Um, I've got, I think, Monster Hunter 1, Poogie plates are the ones I've got on, and a Hello Kitty one, but like you look those up and they're so expensive, and it's like it's literally just plastic slabs to put on your 3DS. I'm like, gosh, I would have bought some more of these. Or, you know, I didn't import some things because I'm like, oh, God, that is so expensive. Like, I'm not paying that much for a faceplate, and now it's like four times the price, which is basically what happened with the um, original Monster Hunter Amiibo. It's like, I'm not paying 50 bucks for an Amiibo, and now they're <laughs> 200 bucks. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, I should have. Oh, yeah, mm. these are selling for like 100 bucks easy, depending on the pattern. I don't even want to know what the prices of the Switch stuff will be when when eventually the next generation comes out and they start to grandfather this stuff away because I feel like it's going to be insane. Like, just looking at the 3DS, because the, the 3DS stuff was easy enough to find. Like, it, you know, it wasn't like it was scarce at the time. Mm. And now that it's, like, on its way out, it's just going nuts. And I'm sure part of it is, like, this collector's mentality that seems to have started or gotten worse since, like, being you know when the in the pandemic like that's that's when i've noticed uh well, that's everything kind of going crazy went like, which is funny because you couldn't play them but like that's <laughs> trading cards went crazy yeah uh, it's like everybody just wanted all the stuff at their house and just drove up the prices and it just hasn't stopped yeah um i'm sure we're also to blame <laughs> where, the, where the market you know <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is, is I, I'm contributing to the problem, so I don't know what a, you know, I can't complain too much. You need, you need to make videos saying why these games are bad and not worth your time, and then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gotta convince everyone else to stop buying, so yeah. I can go, yeah, sneak um, in. And you, you wrote, uh, "What drives you to collect physical games?" So, what's what's the answer for that? Ah. <sighs> uh, I wish I knew because uh, <laughs> if I could, if I could turn off, turn off that that drive to pick up these Square games, it would probably be, bit, you know, in my in my financial yeah. uh, benefit to to just to, you know put a sock in it. And um, I don't know. I guess some of it is uh, just the you know playing Dragon Warrior. It's it's just one of those like you know, you know, I'm getting older and the the digital stuff. It, it, when when the hardware for the digital stuff gets old enough, like I don't really want to use it anymore. Like it it becomes to the point where it's just like it gets put away and forgotten. So it's like you know, at some point I I'm not gonna be pulling out. Like I've got my PlayStation hooked up, but I haven't turned on my PlayStation Three or PlayStation Two in years. So it's so I'm not I'm not really using them. But I don't know. It's just like at some point maybe the games aren't gonna. You would think you know these publishers have remade games three or four times. Like at some point they're going to be like, okay, they're too old now. Like, so <laughs> no. they're, they're, Hey, we, we've got like, a, we, like it's not even old enough and they're remaking it. <laughs> yeah. Last of us. Well, that's um, right. Last of us. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's, uh, the, I think for, I never really was too concerned with it up until recently with like the square thing. It's, I think it's just like, when I came to the realization, it's like, you know what? Like I, I really have, you know, square and I, and I kind of have this with neon Falcom too. It's like, 
you know, everything they make just seems to to click with me. So it's like, you know what, I I, I kind of want to go through the history of it and 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 play these old games and uh, w- with a lot of the games, I guess some of the games too aren't aren't even available, uh, you know, in a modern sense. Like when you look at these obscure ones, like on the NES, you got like three three D runner, World Runner. Like you can't get that anywhere now, so you kind of have to buy the the NES cart unless unless you're uh, going the the not so uh, legal route. Uh, and the games like King's Knight and stuff. And then I'm just looking at different um, games on on the list of like that I missed in the PlayStation era and the Super Nintendo era and that sort of thing. So yeah, I guess it's it's trying to do the right thing and and do things uh, legally. I guess yeah. would be the driving force behind my buying some of these physical games. Um, yeah, my collection definitely fits in that. It's games I think I like, um, and obviously starting with getting games back that I used to have and don't have anymore. Because like when I was a kid, the N sixty four got pinched and all the games. Yeah. Um, so you know, it starts with that or things I read about in magazines. Age like I didn't know much about games. When I was a kid, it was like, but I didn't see it, it didn't exist basically. Um, which is probably a good thing, <laughs> yeah. but yes, uh, really, um, it all started with Skyward Sword for the Wii, not when it came out, it came out, but like the collecting basically. Um, because I, yeah, my grandmother had a Wii, and I'm living with her, and then I saw, like, oh, I want to play a Zelda game, I'll get that. And then there's the boxed version with the golden Wiimote and the soundtrack. And I'm like, you don't need to spend $100 on a game. And then I did spend $100. <laughs> and then I got it. Um, and that's basically what it Because I had, I had several collections before that, different things, and I haven't kept like, um I still have some My Little Ponies, but I got rid of them. Like, I was collecting a bunch of them and sold them. I was collecting my titles, sold them. Whereas like, the video game collection is what has stuck with me. Yeah. And, like that's the one where I've like kept it. Um, and then, you know, if I don't like the game, I sell it, I trade it, whatever. Um, generally, it's more than I'll probably ever <laughs> play, but <laughs> it's it's inheritance now. It's an investment now. In- yeah. Hey, well, like, so I said, that, uh, one day when I die, my kids will have uh, treasure troves of, of video games to either play or sell. Hmm. Um, yeah, there'll be some fun estate sales and you know, a few decades. <laughs> Yeah. It'll go from like, you know, the people that are twenty years younger buying them all up and then they die and then their collection goes to someone twenty years younger and like um I also think for me is like yeah, probably when I started getting back into games because when I was in the last couple last year of high school and a bit after toward a few months into that year after, I had a pretty severe wrist injury and I couldn't do like anything. So when I could start playing video games again I actually got more into them so that's in the few casual ones i played so that's also part of the thing where i was just like i can i can do this now i can do this again I really yeah got into it well I, i've even noticed that with myself where it's like I'll, I'll be playing like i'll play some games and then uh i'll go back to games that maybe i didn't enjoy but now i have like a different perspective on those games because i played these other games that are kind of similar mm. So that uh, again, that's another reason I've kind of been going back to the old Square library because it's like, uh, you know, you play some games that that are based on like Saga or something like that, and you're like, all of a sudden, you have a newer appreciation for maybe like stuff that that uh, you didn't quite click with before, or uh, you know, you, you 
struggled with back then. And then it's like, well, you know what? I, I figured out how to play these types of games now. Or maybe I'm just getting older and have more patience for some stuff. <laughs> you know, it just things change. So yeah. it's like it's it's fun to go back and, and retry things that maybe I th- I thought were crap and then uh, reassess my, you know, my assessment of them. The only problem is if you sell a collector's edition and then you get a get the game back and you're like, well, I hope I don't like it that much that I feel bad about not having the collector's edition I can't buy anymore. Yeah, exactly. And then it's always, I'm going to double check it, but I'm going to scroll up. Um, I remember once someone DM me on Instagram, I was like, do you still have this game? And I was like, why? And then I look it up and like the collector's edition for the Wii U was like 200 bucks and it still is even, even more like, even though it got, or release on other systems, which is uh, the Project Zero or Photo Frame game. Oh yeah, and that like so it's it's interesting because sometimes the game doesn't actually go down in price even with a re-release. Um, but it was just funny to get this random DM of someone asking if I had a game, and I was like, "What?" And then I, <laughs> yeah, <it's- laughs> yeah, that's funny. But yeah, I've, I've recently been getting a few more games of like. You know, try not to spend too much, but <laughs> they add up. Even if it is like thirty bucks, you get three of those. That's nearly hundred. <laughs> yeah. Well, the one thing that seems to be pretty consistent is that these old games uh, are, don't seem to be going down in value. So I guess that's mm. the one good thing. Yeah. If you if you ever have to get your money back, it seems like it'd be easy I enough to do it. <laughs> one time I sold a bunch of games because I had doctor's dentist appointment. And then a couple weeks later, I got approved to finally get into the free dentist. Oh, okay. I wasn't very happy about that. <laughs> but yeah, it was. It's a you know, sometimes you do have to sell things. Or like you do, you sold something so you could get games you wanted instead. And like, EB Games does like a trade thing where it's like you can get a new game for like a fair bit cheaper than a full price if you trade in two newish games. You know, yeah. So they increase the value you get for it, basically, because their profit is off of used games mostly. So, yeah, well, that's it. I've I've got uh, a com- a complete inbox version of Legend of Zelda that would I I would happily uh, trade to somebody for a Dragon Quest like two, three, or four. <laughs> yeah. um, it's like I'll trade funny. the game I I don't really care about for the game I want. That'd be nice. Um, one of the silly things I have is this um a plastic canteen that is shaped like the legend is of a cartridge. And it's even in like a box that looks like the NES box. <laughs> <laughs> and that's actually one console. I, I did buy a Famicom actually, because the power region just didn't get a lot of the NES game. So it was kind of like either get American NES or Japanese Famicom, except I wanted the pretty one. So I can't actually use it cause it's coaxial and not like AV. <laughs> oh yeah. So either I like you know modded or swap it for a modded one or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the only one where I've got some games I can't actually play, but the, <laughs> the rest <laughs> I can. Um, it was actually really funny. I um, was it's actually a lot easier to buy games on the 360 store than the PS3, and like you know, like something PS3 and 3DS, the big rigor and morale. Of trying, you know, like trying to put money onto it, and it's like, no, you can't do it this way, and then the other way is not working. Whereas, like, I went on my 360 and my PayPal account was linked, and I could just do it like that. And I'm like, oh, like I had to screw around with an app password because those old, con- like, so the older consoles have had obviously security issues. 
So yeah. now you need like a console specific password, but after that it was like, oh, that was easy. <laughs> it also worked a lot faster than the PS3. So, <laughs> like turning on the store or downloading games, like, oh, so much better. <laughs> just, just shame about the um, red ring. Oh, that's actually, I do have some more console. <laughs> um, I did one mistake I did was like, so there's a Star Wars Xbox 360 that looks like Archie D2. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I think I've seen that actually. So I bid it on one, but then I saw another one for a bit cheaper. So I bought that. Nobody else bid it on the other one. So it ended up with two. And then because I wanted to hide it from the person I was living with at the time, I didn't <laughs> I didn't test them within the time. Oh. One no. of them, you can't open the disk drive. And then we looked at it and it's like, I think it was just a display model or something. So it's got like plastic stuff in the way. Um, and then the other ones just stopped working because Xbox 360, like they, they're, they're faster, but they had a not acceptable failure rate. Oh, they're like glass. Like it's funny. I own like every console you can think of, and only one of all my consoles is ever broke, and it's the Xbox 360. Yeah. Um. And I do have three PS2 Slims. One only one of which reads discs. So. Oh really? Because I bought like it with a whole console with SingStar and a bunch of SingStar games for like sixty dollars, um, and then I bought one for my husband. Turns out he already had a PS2, so I got three. And then I was testing them all because I was gonna give one to somebody. And turns out only one of them reads discs. So, <laughs> and I was kind of annoyed because I was like, "Oh, there we go, DVD player for the kid when she's old." <laughs> nope. Yeah. Well, I guess if if you need to hack uh, hack one to play Apparently uh, NT, you can just plug in like a USB or something. I don't know about USB, but you can just plug in something and play it directly off the console. Oh, okay. On the PS2. That's good. Well, we holy moly, we made it past an hour. <laughs> yep, we did. It's it's easy to go off topic when we're talking about game collections. I think well, not off topic, but like you know. All over the yeah. place. So, <laughs> there's a lot. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what? What? Uh, I know you. You had told me earlier uh, that you don't. I don't think you have any reviews in the hopper coming up no. uh, anytime soon. Um, what? What is it that you're playing for fun these days? Let's see. I finished a couple weeks ago. I finished Pokemon Violet and I finished Fire Emblem Engage. So I'm playing Kirby. Um, and EDF5, both, like, co-op, so only, like, a bit a day. Um, mm-hmm. And I started, you know, that limited-time digital release of the first Fire Emblem? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I've seen I've seen uh, that, tweets that you've yeah, been that putting I over that. The, um, yeah, that I got the collector's edition of, because that was one of those things where I collected it for collector's sake because it came with, like, a glass, not glass, but, like, you know, transparent fake NES cartridge, and I'm like, I want that so bad. <laughs> <It's> so dumb. <laughs> um, so, I, I, so, yeah, I started playing that. Um, only thing I found annoying so far is that you like, you can't access, you got to go to a physical convoy to access the convoy. And so when you buy stuff from the shops, you can only fit what's in your inventory. So I'm like literally, like, you don't end the map until you step in the castle. So I'm literally spending turns after I've beaten everybody doing my shopping. Oh, yeah. make, make sure I don't run out of these items when I need them. Yeah. At least you can hand items over to other people so I don't have to spend the deposit amount. But like that's the one thing I think that's <laughs> annoying about that <laughs> that game. But 
Even though I do think I own the DS remake, but the DS remake's kind of ugly, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know if you've looked at Shadow Dragon on the DS. But... Oh, so, no, I can imagine. Um, that's what I've been playing. I do have... I uh, started the scripts for a video on Atelier because the new game's coming out this month. So that should be up at some point, you know. I'd, <laughs> I don't, I don't I just get, get the free time when I can, basically. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm full-time taking care of a baby, so it's not the same. And I have a massive video that I've recorded of my Switch collection that I need to edit. Um, so I'm figuring maybe if I just dedicate one of the baby snap times per day, it might be out in a month, you know. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a very long video and then I've got to, like, cut out stuff and then put some of the things that I missed in the right order. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I will yeah, have some stuff on YouTube, but mostly just playing for fun, which has led me to like not really play much <laughs> at, oh, a, yeah. at a particular day. But Metroid Prime Physical's coming out in Australia tomorrow. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we playing that and then maybe I'll go back to playing starting Ishin before Ryza comes out Ryza three comes out. Yeah, I've been seeing some uh, funny screens of Ishin, so Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely it looks pretty neat. I'm still trying to finish up. Uh, so I, I'm at the final boss, the Dragon Warrior. And then I am also trying to just finish up Persona 3. I'm near the end, I think. I, I made it to the 12th Demon. And I ended up... The, they ended up doing this move where... It, it I don't know if it's like a physical attack, but it hits everybody. So, so like the boss would hit everyone for like half their damage, and I'm like, okay, well, I'll just I have like Metarama, so I just kept using that. And it, they ended up doing this like I don't know if there's some trick to it, but I ended up being hit six times in a row by this <laughs> attack that hurts everyone. Mm-hmm. So like I just just ran out of turns before uh, before they all died. So I'm like, okay, well, I don't I don't know if I did something wrong or if I was supposed to. Like at, at first I thought, okay, I'm supposed to die because there's no way that this that this boss gets to use this this move this many times. It's ridiculous. Um, but no, it was game over. So I'm like, okay, I'll I'll go uh, do a little bit of grinding before I go back to the boss next time. And uh, hmm. so I I'm kind of been in grind mode with both Persona Three and Dragon Warrior, trying to get past the 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 last bosses. So and then uh, yeah, I guess the other thing I'm playing is the Octopath Two, which has uh, been pretty fun. But taking that pretty I, I, slow. I, I was saying that's not in my budget because, like, it wasn't. And then um, I got like, a gift card and I spent it on um, Fist of the North Star bo- fitness boxing <laughs> that came out. Today. Oh, yeah. But you know, that's that's for exercise. That's a, that's healthiness. You know. That's, yep, that's an investment in your health. It mm-hmm. has to be done. Yeah. Um, one thing that was, was just like looking up. Um, so you know, like PS2 can play DVDs, but the only console I have that can play CDs is the original Xbox. Oh, really? Because I'm like, there's a CD player in the car and the original Xbox can play CDs, but like PS2 can't, PS4 can't, PS5 can't. It's like... Yeah, the only... Uh, the only patch. the only system I don't, I don't own and I keep thinking, like, it's easy enough to find. I don't know why. I should just go get it, but I'll never actually use it. Is I'm, I've never owned an original PlayStation. Mm. Well, I forget. Is PS2 backwards compatible? Yeah, and and that's why 
That's why I've never bothered to go get one because the PS2, it's yeah. technically backwards compatible, but I, uh, I think it does some weird things to the, some of the games, though. Yeah, it's like the original PS3 could play some PS2 games, you know? Or yeah, like, one, yeah. Um, I think I was playing one model. It'll, it, it, I think it does some of them. Like there was one game that looked darker than it should have. Like I think it sometimes it just does weird things, or it or it um, adds like delays or the or like frame skipping or something. Like I, I think that you're better off if you're going to play the disc to to just get a original PS One. But I don't know. I just I think it's, it's one of those things. Like we just I should probably just get it before it's like a thousand bucks. But yeah. Um. I remember there was one console I think I wanted, but I was like, I can't, you know, justify it really. And then now it's gone up in price, especially after someone made a video on it. The um, Hello Kitty Dreamcaster, which there's a pink colorway and a blue colorway. Oh, really? But like, the, it's Japanese region exclusive one. And the only game I wanted for it was Ill Bleed, which the Japanese version is, like, all English at least. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's something that's, like, been several years where I'm like, mm, but I haven't bought it. So, yeah. Plus now it's I've like, never yeah, owned I a Sega. Yeah. No, well, I didn't know Sega made consoles until I was an adult. <laughs> um, like, I no, went, you funny. know, I was talking about Game Traders. We had, like, little consoles set up on little TVs, like, around a round table. And I'm looking yeah. at the Sega Mega Drive controller, and I'm like, what kind of fake game machine is this? <laughs> like, I saw that it was Sonic, but I'm like, A, B, C, what the heck is this fake game? <laughs> oh, you're showing your age. That's that's what that well, that's what that tells I mean, me. Look, like Sega was, I don't know what what year did they stop, but like, um, apparently, like Sega was like pretty decent in Australia too. Um, like there was a park in Sydney at one point, like an indoor thing. Um, but obviously, by the time I started playing games, that was the the death time for them. Yeah. <laughs> for them so. Yeah, I guess I had a Game Gear. I guess that's the one Sega thing I wanted. Is I did have a Game you Gear had a as a battery, kid. You know? <laughs> the, yeah, it, man, that thing, it, it could eat six AA batteries in 20 minutes. It was, and then I was stupid enough to own um, the TV tuner that, that goes into your, it goes into the cartridge so you can watch over the air television, which basically like, there's like two channels. So it was really pointless. <laughs> I don't know why I had it, uh, but I did. I remember it. That and Power Rangers. Hmm. Before we finish up, I do have like one thing I keep regret buying is PSPs. I've never had a PSP I bought that has worked for more than five minutes, like because the battery <laughs> or whatever. Like, I need to buy the I was magic say battery. The battery is yeah, just the battery. Yeah. Like, um, I need to try and buy the magic battery or something. But yeah, just that's the system. Like, I bought three of those and they haven't. <laughs> haven't worked. Yeah, I don't know what what goes on with those batteries, but I I'm, I. Uh... I, I didn't buy mine. I stole my brother's, uh, but the joke was on me because when I tried to turn it on, the the um, plastic like piece on the back where the battery is like shot out at me when I turned on the, the PlayStation. And I think another dumb thing I haven't bought, but there's like a console, handheld console called the Pokemon Mini. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, and it's just too much money for like these really silly little games. But because I played Pokemon Channel and that had like emulation of Pokemon Mini, that's always why I've, I've been like interested in it. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, something. But yeah, that's definitely not, it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. If I randomly found one though, for good price, mm. you know. 
Well, I, one, one console that uh, no one will ever be purchasing, I'm sure, is the uh, the new Intellivision. <laughs> yeah, there's like lots of like all these like new Atari's, new televisions, new, and all this basically scammy stuff. Really, <laughs> <laughs> here's a, here's the Raspberry Pi and the little box you got. <laughs> yeah, it'll be uh, the Intellivision with your uh, My Pillow. Uh, that that's uh, about about the where that. Uh, whole venture is going i think um although one hint i have for game collecting is sometimes those jewel packs like the, some random games together like i got viva pinata bundled with forza four was it four or, oh really sorry, forza two obviously four is much older um yeah. <laughs> you know um there's i got all the zelda discs on the gamecube now like there was one disc that's like ocarina of time Majora's mask zelda one and two i think Mm-hmm. Um, and that came in different things depending on the region too. It came like, you know, as a bonus disc with this or with like with a new by the console or something as a do not resell thing. But in the European region, which is the same as GameCube, it came bundled with Mario Kart Double Dash. And I didn't have Double Dash. So for like my birthday the other year, I got the bundle with the two of them together and that saved about 10 bucks cheaper than buying the two things separately. Oh, that's good. So it was like two birds, one stone. <laughs> so- yeah, that's that's not much of a common thing nowadays, but it's definitely something to look up as well. Yeah. Well, I know uh, I'm gonna probably swallow my pride here and end up uh, going on the Facebook Marketplace when we <laughs> after we wrap it up. And what are you looking for? <laughs> oh, what what am I not looking for? Square Enix, PlayStation, uh, trying to find an Einhander uh, disc that's less than 150 dollars. That's uh, that's my goal now. But yeah, I guess uh, this is a, a good place to uh, end our before collection. Bring else up. <laughs> so, yeah, before before uh, we we uh, talk ourselves into spending any more money. Uh, so yeah, I want to thank uh, everyone for listening and uh, stay tuned. I, I imagine next week will be our Octopath Traveler two uh, early impressions or uh, sort of early review talk. Uh, for that, uh, although uh, in true mage fashion, uh, whatever we schedule ends up getting changed anyway. So yes. uh, take <laughs> no that uh, with a grain of salt. So, um, uh, yeah. Did, did we but, talk too much to talk about the hot topic of Twitter at the moment? <laughs> oh, uh, do you want? I, I'm, I'm down if you want to finish up with that or if um, you want to save it for next week. I guess we can save it for next week. It's not like it's, you know, it's hot topic now, but this will be a few days, like, I don't know, till it comes out anyway. So one extra week's not going to. Yeah. We'll, we'll save we, it for next week. We can week. go more nuanced. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Maybe there'll be some, uh, some new, some new ammunition uh, that'll yeah. come up in, in the meantime that we can add to it. So. But cool. Uh, I think I uh, want to thank you, Paige, for joining me uh, for this collection episode. And uh, we'll, See everyone out at the next Thirsty Mage. Bye.